0: and Son and Holy Spirit there is no God like you no God that we can call our friend no God that in the same breath we can call our redeemer no God in the same breath who's coming back again there is no other God who has taken on flesh and become the poorest of the poor and has given his life and his blood for his enemy and call that enemy friend. There is no other God whose presence we can step into with a whisper in whose presence we can be healed and be made whole. And so because there is no other God like you, be lifted up A God of hope, a God of love, a God of joy, a God of peace, a God who demands nothing of us but faith. In return, we receive grace upon grace upon grace. And so we are thankful that as a body, we can step into your presence at any moment and you are already there Father, Son, Holy Spirit in this divine dance and we step into that with our brothers and sisters from all across the world and we become one body with one heart and one mind and as we step into your presence today God we are stepping into rest and so I just pray for a spirit of rest upon everyone here who has worked too hard and toiled too hard and tried to be good enough we step into your rest and we say abba father fill us today holy spirit will you move today we invite you to move in our hearts and in our minds, to change us from the inside out, to heal us, to mend us, to inspire us, to live lives that model Jesus. We have hearts open and hands open, craving more of you, begging for more of you so that we might be equipped with every good thing to go out into the world and to bring hope and life and love to those who need it. We breathe deep, deep from the well of living water and for this moment, we are quenched. Forevermore, we are quenched. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. And all God's people said amen you can be seated you guys thank you so much
1: when I walk in here with you guys there really is something supernatural and unique about the body of Christ together I just I don't feel like it's replaceable I don't feel like you can get it online I don't feel like you can get it through a book I just feel like in the body that's where the body of Christ it's a big statement. So today what we decided to do instead was there were, we were trying to figure out when we could do some concerted group effort praying, Um, and I had just kind of a quick thing I wanted to pray over you. So in a moment, we're going to read Isaiah 42, and we're going to pray three different types of prayers. The first prayers we're going to pray as a community are for our world and nation. So some of the things that are going on, the body of Christ needs to be praying about. The second thing we're going to pray about is for our brothers and sisters in Christ across the world who are taking the gospel places. Raise your hand if you know a missionary or a mission organization. Okay, so that, of course. Um, we're going to pray, pray about that. And the third thing we're going to do in relation to this passage is we're going to pray for um, inner healing. We're going to pray for restoration. We're going to pray for freedom. And we're going to open up the space and actually have more of a ministry time than we usually have. If you've been here with us, you know that we open up the service at the end for prayer. We're going to spend more time in that and even add some more worship. So does that sound good with everybody? By the way, thank you to James, because James was going to lead worship vocally today, but because um, our drummer, Coolant, wasn't working in his car, James went from, yeah, so he's on 575, so that's the thing, so let's pray for him, Um, but he got on the drums. That's amazing, right? Give it up for our worship, and we extended worship, which, of course, I love. Um, I love it. So thank you guys, worship team. Thank you guys for worshiping. We've been really, Sarah and I have been really, this thing has been kind of on our heart for participation in this setting, and we come from all different groups, all different backgrounds. We've all learned something from the body of Christ, and we bring it here. But in this setting, without performing, we participate. We all bring something to the family table, and in worship, when we can do that, whether it's sitting and in deeply, inwardly participating, or it's expressively participating that's our heart, that this would be that kind of place, that we would all... Does that make sense? Yes. Amen. It's good. All right. I'm going to pray real quick. Father, I thank you for the words from um, the prophets. I thank you for the things you spoke. Just the amazing way that you work, speaking through people that would never touch our lives physically, that would speak words that we would still ingest and take in. It's beautiful. Um, it's just beautiful. And so today, as we uh, read some things, as we pray some things... I pray that we would all collectively breathe out and be fully present with you, Jesus, that is fully present here, and that we would be fully present with brother and sister. And we would, like your, body say, like your word says, gather with two or three together, knowing that in the midst there you are, and in accordance with your will, God. We pray because we're connected with you and we know your thoughts, and so those things live in us. We pray prayers that you want us to pray. We don't pray prayers that make us better. We pray prayers that you want us to pray. We want to be in line with your word and your will, and we want this city to be touched, God. So in Jesus name, be present with us today. First thing I want to do, so we are going into some passages and it's going to be kind of implied the next 3 weeks that you understand what the father's love feels like. So, I realize that for many people, that's just not a reality. Um, I realize that for a lot of people, you've visited churches and are in churches and maybe have heard a lot, but there's like a shift when it becomes yours, right? Like when you're in love with someone, things happen differently. Of course, like when you fell in love for the first time, like when me and Sarah fell in love many, many years ago, many moons ago, um, our actions changed because of it, right? We would stay up all night making cookies, and there's, that's not a metaphor, so calm down, all right? <laughs> we just made cookies. We would I, would, I would lead worship to her, and, and she would pretend like she enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> we just, we had, so because of knowing, like this, we came to this conclusion that we feel like we're going to be together, want to be together, our lives changed. Like, when we were together, it was rich, it was meaningful. There were no moments that were like, oh, okay, it's 12, time for you to get out, or 11, it's time for you to get out, or 10. Um, <laughs> it was just, we wanted to be together. It was natural. And we built upon that. I don't assume that all of you feel that way about the Lord today. I don't assume that because I realize that a lot of you maybe don't. So, what I'd like to do is pray a prayer over you. And it's going to be on the screen, but it's straight from the Word. It's a collection of three or four passages. It's what I believe I want to see happen in all of you. And if we were to walk in this, it would change the face of our lives and the city and our families. And so, if you will, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to pray over you. If you already feel and sense these things, just a minute. If you don't, don't, don't fight it. Just say, God, if that, if that can happen, I, I want it. I want that. Amen? amen? So if it helps you to close your eyes, close your eyes. And this is from the Father, I believe, just speaking. In my eyes, you are brand new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. Sin is no longer your master, for you died to sin and are now alive to me. You are finally free from the slavery of sin and death. There is now no condemnation for you. All your sins are forgiven. All your unrighteousness has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You are now righteous in my sight with the very righteousness of my perfect son. You have been saved by grace. You have been justified by faith. You are utterly secure in me. Nothing... Nothing, nothing will be able to separate you from my love in Christ Jesus. No one is able to snatch you out of my hand. And I will never leave nor forsake you. Now with your eyes closed, I'm praying over you. Father, this is your will in accordance with John 17. This was your prayer that we would be one with you as you are one with the Father. That as today as we start our year, that more than anything before we get a plan together or a service schedule or a sermon series, that we would sit before you, Father, and absorb the love that you offer first before we do anything. We can't earn it. We're not good enough. We're not clean enough. There's just those of us who will put faith in you and then fruit coming out of that, God. So today as we collectively go forward in this year, God, on a snow day, We ask that we would breathe deeply in what you have provided, that we would accept that it's a gift that cannot be earned, that we have to open and that we can be excited about and that we can base the rest of our lives on. We trust you, Jesus, over and above a government. We trust you, Jesus, over and above a plan. We trust you above any wisdom man can offer. We say yes to you, the Father who leads through the Holy Spirit according to your word and offers that as a gift to us who lives within us singularly but then communally as we form this body that you offer the world to show that we love one another, to show that you are real. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So what's gonna happen now is we're gonna read Isaiah 42 in three sections and we're gonna have some prayers. So Sarah's gonna come up and read the first one for us. Guys, if you want a golf clapper, that'd be super cool.
0: Okay, so for, if you did not know, Friday was Epiphany. And so Epiphany in the Christian calendar commemorates uh, the Magi coming to see Jesus and the revelation of Jesus not just as a baby but as God. So obviously the Magi came to him, and they weren't just coming to see a human baby. They, were, they knew that there was something special. When they came, there was this revelation that this is God in flesh. And so these, this passage actually goes along with that. And if you follow the lectionary, you will, you will see this theme of Jesus being revealed to the nations and him being a light to the nations. And so I'm going to read verses 1 through 4, and then we're going to pray specifically about that revelation to the nations. So chapter 42, verses 1 through 4. till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. And so I'm going to invite you to pray with me um, specifically for these three areas. So for peace and salvation, specifically to the unrest and war around the world. Um, We are blessed in America that this is not in our faces, but if you watch the news and if you choose to participate in what's happening around the world, it's terrible. Um, then for the refugees and the persecuted church for peace and salvation, and then lastly, for our future president and our country. We need peace and salvation. And so I'm going to invite you to participate in a very unique way. So this side right here, you are specifically going to intercede for the unrest and war around the world. This section here for the refugees and the persecuted church And then this section here for our president and country. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to imagine that you are entering into this dialogue of the Godhead. So there's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Bill talked about this last week, the Trinity. And I want you to imagine that there's a conversation specific to your area. So let's say with what's happening in Aleppo. Imagine you step into the Godhead. What is God saying? about the war and unrest around the world. What does he want to happen in that situation? What does he imagine? What level of restoration and redemption does he want? Then I want you to think, what would it look like for the kingdom, a kingdom of love and peace and joy to truly come to our earth? What would it look like for salvation to come to all nations and all unreached people groups? What would it look like for dry bones to come to life and for the oppressed, the alien, the refugee, the orphan, the widow, the poor, and the forgotten to receive perfect justice? So now I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. And it's going to get quiet, and I'm just going to invite you to rest in the quiet. But I would like for you right now to picture in your head in your specific area, what that would look like. Whether it be the unrest and war around the world, the refugees and the persecuted church or our future president and country. I want you to imagine a scene. Think about whatever the Holy Spirit brings to your mind, but imagine the kingdom and the spirit coming to that country, to that person, to that situation, what would it look like? Now I want you to pray into that scene. And whether you want to pray out loud or pray quietly, pray boldly and in faith, believing that that scene will become a reality, that heaven will come to earth. So we're gonna have a couple, few more seconds and then I'll close in a prayer. eternal God in whose perfect kingdom no sword is drawn but the sword of righteousness no strength known but the strength of love so mightily spread abroad your spirit that all peoples may be gathered under the banner of the prince of peace as children of one father to whom be dominion and glory now and forever and will you say amen with me amen
1: Alrighty, so we're going to read 5 through 6 real quick, if you guys will look to the screen. Thus says God the Lord, created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness, I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations. So now we're going to pray for the people who are taking the gospel. I'm gonna do this a couple different ways. So people who know someone, this is gonna be a kind of a bold step, but you're good, I think. If you're not, then you won't tell me because it'd be, that'd be awkward for you. That'd be even more awkward. So if you know someone who is a missionary or an organization you feel deeply connected with, if you'll please stand. Okay, you guys receive an A today as a grade. The rest of you receive an F, just kidding, as a friend. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for a moment. What we're going to do is we're going to gather around these people, okay? Um, And just as for us, just as a kind of solidarity, on the count of three, just say the name of the person or the organization, okay? We're not going to all understand it, so you're going to have to give that up. So one, two, three. That's awesome. I heard it, every one of them. Um, So right now... Anyone else that's around these people, especially if you know, gather around them and lay hands on You're going to represent the organization and the people, okay? You're going to represent the organization. I'm going to lead and you guys can gather around. I'll give you a few moments to decide whether or not it's really actually worth it to do it. And then cross that bridge and get on the other side of freedom and community and then wander around in that place awkwardly. So, Father... Um, We want right now for you to surround with your peace, your joy, and your righteousness, your kingdom around each person and organization represented. I pray even right now, and I would even encourage you guys, um, you can pray out loud if you want. That's not going to complicate things. It's not going to be bad. But God, we agree together in Jesus' name that each person represented right now would feel the presence of your spirit bringing freedom and renewal. For the missionaries who feel like they're at the end of their rope, we pray for freedom and renewal. We pray for a refreshing, energizing view on life, God. We pray for moments to be created where they're so with you that everything else fades away, God. We pray that you would provide the right finances for the organizations. We pray that you would provide the right support, the right people. We pray that you would provide the right things around in the places they're at, God, that they would have people of peace and people and organizations of peace connected to them that will provide the things that you want. We pray that there would be an open heaven from you to them so that they can hear clearly. We pray that you would raise up intercessors all around the globe, God, to begin to pray for these people and these organizations, God. We ask for the kind of fruit that's mentioned in John 15, God. We ask for the kind of fruit that's 30, 60, even 100-fold to begin to come forth so that we can't build, build man's reputation, but God, that all eyes would point to you so that we would know that you are bringing judgment on this earth, the kind of judgment that we would want from a good judge, God, to bring righteousness, God. We agree in Jesus' name that each one of these people will be protected, that they would have health. That today they would feel a boost of energy, God. If, you're, if you want us to send an email, to call, to pray as a family, remind us as we go through our day, God, to keep these people in, in, your, in your care lifted up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to do another part of this one. And we're still good on time, so don't freak out. So now we're going to pray for God's body of Christ. So the way we're going to do this is just the church in the world you guys. So raise your hand if you're in this section. Just the church in the world, okay? This section right here, we're going to pray for the churches in Smyrna and in Marietta, because I realize a lot of you are from Marietta because your churches aren't around today or doing whatever they do. Okay, I said that wrong, but, but you came, so. Um, so churches in Smyrna, you guys, We have a network of six or seven churches now. Seven churches. We were the sixth to plant. You're going to pray for all of those churches, including River City. Everybody say River City. City. Okay, the other churches, we're just going to scream them out Riverstone, Stonebridge. Stonebridge. You just threw in the church that's not even, you're so ready. (laughs) Visas. Visas. Maybe that's prophetic. Mm. Just kidding. We have arise life, we have sojourn, so so awakening, yes, all you guys, okay, you guys are going to pray for those churches for strong, for God to really just, mm, okay, you guys are Smyrna um, and Marietta and then you guys are the world, okay, pray how you want, use words if you want, I'm going to close my eyes because you're intimidating me a little bit and that's okay. Father, the body of Christ that you've set up, I know that this is important. It's not just something that people go to because the worship's good or because the preacher's good. This is the way that you reach the world. This is why all of the epistles are written to certain communities for them to be tweaked. After Acts, there's communities. There's communities. So we ask that these communities that you have begun to bring up all over the world, the ones that have existed for a long time, we pray for faithfulness. We pray for hope. We pray for renewed vision. The ones that are starting, God, church plants starting, the new ones even in our network, arise the newest, that they would have the kind of energy you need to start something and stay with it when no one else sees that it's going to happen and when it feels lonely and it doesn't feel like anyone's helping. God, we pray that they would have the kind of energy to keep going, God. We need a bunch of churches. It's not bad to have a bunch of churches, God. We do pray for the church corporate that we would be a more loving, God-fearing, open to love people before their understanding of it kind of place, God, that people would not feel judged by us, that we would not ask for behavior before they understand who they are, but that we would be the kind of community, God, that love the way that you love, first coming and dying for us and then us understanding. Let the church live that, the church around the world, the church in Smyrna and Marietta, and the church in our network, God. Let us be that Christ-centered I'm here to love you well. Let there be no figureheads, God. Let let that die. Let man's empire die, God. I pray that you would bring a swift death to any empire trying to be built around a personality or a structure or a building or a system. And we pray that you would bring forth this community that is in love with you only in step with the Father, listening to the Holy Spirit, being guided by you for where they're at and what they're doing, God. We thank you in Jesus' name. And all God's people said? All right, last one. I'm going to read to you guys, seven through nine. To open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness, I am the Lord, that is my name. That's awesome. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to, to, to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. This is beautiful. So now, I would like to take a moment to pray for people who are not walking in that yet. Okay? So this is about those outside of the church. This is about those even in the church, some of you. So what we're going to do is we're going to carve some space between now and the end of service where this room will be ministry. Okay? So worship, if you want to come back up. If our prayer teams want to get in the spots that they're going to be in, we'll say one up here. Um one right here, if that's all right, you guys, if you're cool with that. And then one over there. In this space created, some of you, even, especially those of you that don't go to our church, you're going to feel like, maybe I could just take off right now. It's not going to benefit me anymore if you don't. But if you create a space right now to say to the Father, I am broken, I would love to not be broken. I am hurting, I would love to not be hurting. I am in bondage, I would love to be free. And maybe you're walking in that, then you begin to pray for those who are not, for those who are in bondage. I was addicted. I understand what it's like to be daily oppressed by the struggle of addiction. I understand that. Maybe you have somebody in your family. Pray for them. Maybe you know someone who needs freedom. Maybe you know someone who knows not of Jesus at all and really would just care less to not know of Jesus at all because the church has done a bad job of representing it. Pray for that person, right? Pray as though they haven't been seen yet, but they will be seen. New things that he speaks to us before they actually happen. Does that make sense? Prophetic. I believe in it. I believe that if we align with the heart of the Father who is always continually praying and interceding on our behalf, he will bring things forward. I just believe that, and I hope you do too. So in whatever way you can create a space for yourself to be at a place where you can be in, in, in the presence of God and either be honest And in your honesty, you can can receive prayer. I recommend, like Phil said, it's only going to be beneficial to receive prayer. It's just beautiful. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to throw a stone at you. If we do it right, we'll be the Jesus standing next to you. So, Father, in this next last part of the service, we pray that you would infiltrate our spaces, infiltrate our brokenness, visit the prisons in our hearts, Visit the bondages that we live in and let us just be really honest with you, God, for those of us who just need to be transparent and invite you in. And then bring people to mind right now in Jesus' name that we need to be praying for. People, groups, people, mindsets. We want to see this kind of freedom, God. We want to see the slave free. We want to see those in bondage whole in Jesus' name. So as they lead, if you need to stand, if you need to go to the back, just have have some space on your own. Okay, so we're going to close out today with communion. We're going to actually have communion every week this this month. So if you guys wouldn't mind standing with me. Um, The way that we're going to serve communion is there's going to be one over here and one over here. And they're going to offer you the bread. And then they're going to offer you the grape juice to put it in. And then you can take it on your own. If you want to come with a friend, I think that would be awesome. Um, Gluten-free is up front right here because we're in Smyrna. It's right there. So kind of what I envision right here is that we all kind of worship together, celebrating the Lord at his table. So Father, as we leave today, this will be your final. After this song, you can go. But Father, we just want to celebrate you and the gathering around your body and your blood. This is the entry point to life. For you, it was death. For us, it's life. So today we just proclaim it. We proclaim it. Each time we take this, we proclaim your life. In Jesus' name.
0: Thank you again for joining us today. And please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com.